Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Friends, welcome. Pro-Life leader Frank Pavone here. Thank you for joining me for our time of scripture, reflection, and prayer. We continue our Advent journey together, and we have more of the, the marvelous lessons and promises of Advent in today's, uh, in today's reading. So let's put ourselves in God's presence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord God, we come before you, first of all, to say that we are sorry for all our sins. Forgive us. Take away any bad example we may have given to others. Let, it, let us replace it by your grace with good example. Let us not be burdened by the past. Let us be lifted up by your promise of making us a new creation in Christ. Enable us, Lord, to proclaim your kingdom today, a kingdom of truth and life, of holiness and grace, of justice, love and peace. And as we delve into these Advent readings, May we be more effective proclaimers to the world that you are coming back, you who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel of Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. Everyone who listens to these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on rock. The rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and buffeted the house, but it did not collapse. It had been set solidly on rock. And everyone who listens to these words of mine but does not act on them will be like a fool who built his house on sand. The rain fell, the floods came, the winds blew and buffeted the house, and it collapsed and was completely ruined. Well, first of all, friends, this passage is not just about spiritual health and salvation. It's about mental health, physical health here in this world. Psychiatrists that I know and have worked with over the years, Dr. Philip Ney, you've heard me mention him many times, child psychiatrist up in Canada, had told me that when he gives pro-life talks, and he's given many talks like for pregnancy center banquets and other groups, he'll say to the people in the room at a certain point of his talk, now you've heard me say these things, you've been listening, an attentive audience. He said, now I want you to get up. And he literally asks them to get up from their seats. And he says, I want you to march in a line, I want you to march around this, this hall. I want you to march around this room. Just march around it once and then you can return to your seats. Why would he do a thing like that? It's kind of unique, right? Here's the point he makes, and he makes it as a psychiatrist. The words we speak when we give the pro-life message, when we proclaim the gospel message, strike to the heart and the conscience. If we're hearing, if we're articulating them properly and we're hearing them correctly, they sting. They, they awaken something within us. They remind us, I mean, we're living in a holocaust. If we hear those words correctly 
And this alarm is stirred up within us. We can't be healthy unless it leads to some kind of a response. And this is what our Lord is saying here. When you hear my words, you have to act on them. Now, he's not just saying that in order to say, be consistent, practice what you preach. Yeah, we can, we can say that. What he's also saying is, if you hear my words correctly, you will know that they lead to change. My words, my gospel, my message. It's not like this is a religion of, of contemplation. It's like, oh yeah, we just sit back and we get a message from God each day. Oh, isn't that interesting? It's sort of like just an intellectual, an intellectual sauna bath or something. It's a word that rouses us. It, like the, 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 what the prophet Isaiah said, he will speak a word that will rouse them. It's a summons. Repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. When the people in the Acts of the Apostles, you read about Pentecost, Remember what they said to Peter after he had, had given the message? They didn't, they didn't say, Peter, you've just given us such a wonderful message to think about. This is great. Thank you for the food for thought. No, because they heard accurately the message of the first Pentecost. They said to Peter, what then must we do? And he said, repent, be baptized, start living the new life of Christ get up from the banquet table and march around the room. It's not healthy to get this summons and to have our heart stirred and then to just be passive. Not even healthy. Never mind that it won't get you to salvation because salvation, holiness, union with the will of God means doing the will of my Father who is in heaven. And Jesus said, to, to emphasize the point that this is a summons to battle, he talks about the wind, the rain, and the floods. If this were just a religion of contemplation, what would you have to worry about wind and rain and floods? You, 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 know, you, 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 you just you receive the word, you believe it, and then everything's okay, right? No, you receive the word, you believe it, and then you fight. And you have to defend yourself against enemies and storms, trials and tribulations that are going to come at you. He's not saying the rain and the floods and the winds might come. He said they will come. And your house is going to be tested. We see this elsewhere, don't we, in, in the New Testament about the purification by fire that those who have accepted initially the gift of faith must go through. And then God is going to look and He's going to see, is the fire going to consume you or is the fire going to purify you? It's one or the other. Are trials going to just annihilate you or are they going to make you rise up and be stronger? Faith that is tested like fire-tried gold, Peter speaks about. Through many tribulations, the apostles said, we must enter the kingdom of God. Through many tribulations. The kingdom of heaven has suffered violence, Jesus said. The violent take it by force. He's not advocating violence in the sense that we think about it, hurting and killing people. He's saying it's hard work to walk in union with the will of the Father. It's tough. It's a battle. There's winds and waves and floods. You better be built on the solid rock. 
If we're not built on an acknowledgement of the truth of God, for example, as we're always talking about, the sanctity of life, that's the solid rock on which all our judgments and actions need to be based. That's why abortion would always be contrary to this solid rock foundation on which the house needs to be built. Well then, what are the winds and the waves and, and, the, and the floods? The prevailing opinions around us. The prevailing, when we say prevailing opinion, it's so strong, amplified by the media, reinforced by academia, big corporations, supreme courts, and, 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 and experts of all kinds, 24-7 getting the message out there about the way that they want you to think, you end up feeling like you're the odd man out. You end up feeling like you're the one who's crazy. You're not. Just because the other side has a louder mouthpiece doesn't make give any doesn't give one iota of truth to their message. The loudness of a message, the number of times it's repeated, has nothing to do at all with whether it's true. And these are the winds and the waves buffeting against the house. Are we, in other words, going to be swayed? by public opinion, by media opinion, by the constant blare of falsehood in our ears, the indoctrination of our children in our schools, the foundation, the solid rock foundation of the house that has to be built is not just referring to us individually, it's referring to the house that you as parents build in your children. So when you send them to, to, into, to school, of course you have every right and duty to know what's being taught to them, but there are going to be winds and waves and then they go off to college. The winds are going to batter against that house. If the foundation is strong, they will not collapse and go out, go over to faithlessness or some strange creed that is contrary to the gospel. On this rock, Jesus said, I will build my church. When Peter said to him, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. Now we know we made, he made Peter chief of the apostles in the center of unity. But it was on his confession of faith, the liturgy, on the feast of, of, of St. Peter says this, that it was on, on the rock of Peter's confession of faith that Jesus builds his church. Notice, it's hearing these words of mine, hearing these words, I am the Christ, and Peter confesses that faith, yes you are, you are the son of the living God, and then acting on them by following him, that is the rock on which he is building his church. It's not something that is done in one day or in one act of acceptance of the Lord. It is a building each day, growing in strength, expanding the kingdom and the body of Christ. And it's based on that solid foundation. In the heavenly Jerusalem, we see in the book of Revelation, the foundation stones have the names of the 12 tribes of Israel and the 12 apostles of the Lamb. Because there was a truth inherited by the words of the prophets. When Jesus says these words of mine, that includes the words of the prophets. Because it was the Holy Spirit that inspired the prophets. The Holy Spirit, Jesus, have the same mind. It's the same God. These words of mine that are the foundation stones that are eternal. The words of the prophets and the words of the apostles. All the growing, all the building that we do 
never replaces or diminishes or whitewashes those stones of the apostles and prophets. Built, Paul says, you are being built into a spiritual temple with the apostles and prophets as the foundation and Christ Jesus himself as the cornerstone. St. Peter talks about the living temple. Brothers and sisters, this is Advent because he comes to lay this foundation. He comes to speak these words. He comes to enable us to stand firm despite the storms that will arise. Let's take hold of him more strongly than ever before. Let's pray that we may always be faithful. Jesus, thank you for your word here. Thank you for this guide to what Advent is, rooting ourselves ever more deeply in the truth that you came to bring. May we proclaim it, Lord. May we build our house on this solid rock. May we always put into practice the things that we have come to believe. Lord Jesus, let your spirit keep us faithful to all of this. Show us your love furthermore in your answering of all our prayers, the first of which is thy will be done by us. And then, Lord God, as we seek to do your will, we present to you the many different needs that we have for health, for guidance, for wisdom, for consolation. Bless us and renew in us the trust we have in you as you continue to answer our prayers. Lord, we ask you for the culture of life. There is only one solid foundation, and that is that human life is sacred that it may never be taken, degraded, exploited, destroyed, or denied. That the human person, the only proper response to that person is love, welcome, acceptance, defense. Lord God, when our society has departed from this acknowledgement of the sanctity of life, we have dangerous storms around us. Keep us rooted on that foundation, that pro-life foundation. May our nation be rooted in it, may our laws be rooted in it, our politics, our courts, everything about our public policy and our private practice. Eliminate the scourge of abortion from our midst. And now, Lord God, we pray as you yourself taught us to pray to the Father. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Just got back from a great trip in uh, Washington and uh, was honored by the National Association of Christian Lawmakers, uh, on whose advisory board I serve. 
They, uh, they gave recognition to me because they were talking about how we have to stand against the cancel culture in society and in the church. They honored along with me uh, Bishop Strickland and uh, it was a great encouragement. Uh, uh, so many legislators were there and uh, well you'll read more about it on our website and on social media but uh, uh, I'm grateful, I was grateful as I went through that those days. Uh, for your support and your encouragement because all together it is part of what keeps us on that solid foundation that we were talking about today. Thanks friends, have a great day and uh, let's continue our Advent journey together. Stay connected with everything that we're doing here at Priests for Life and abortion.us and please do support our work, prolifegift.org. Talk to you soon. Hello, this is Father David Begany, one of the many members of Priests for Life. This organization is one of the largest and most visible pro-life ministries in the world. Priest, the Priest for Life team relies on your financial support to be able to do its work, produce its programs, and travel the world to advocate for the unborn. May I ask you to support Priest for Life generously? Go today to prolifegift.org and give us as generous a gift as you can. Thank you for your kindness and be assured of our prayers for you every day. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.